1: Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg.
2: doesn't cost you a thing so pay us a visit indypolitics.org it's where smart hoosiers get their news the kevin kersey agency presents central indiana today on 98.9 wyrz today's program is made possible by the kevin kersey agency and now here's your host rob kendall
0: Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. We're going to speak with Indiana's Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch, one of my favorite public servants. Of course, Suzanne was the former uh, vice chair of the Indiana House Ways and Means Committee and then became Indiana's state auditor and now serves along with Governor Eric Holcomb as the 52nd Lieutenant Governor of the state of Indiana. Had a chance to sit down with Suzanne for a wide-ranging interview touching on all sorts of topics including some of the big issues that face the Indiana legislature this year. Here's that conversation. Suzanne, how are you doing today?
3: Rob, I am doing wonderful, now that you're here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, you're too kind. So first session as the Lieutenant Governor of the State of Indiana, how was it different from being a member of the Indiana House of Representatives?
3: Well, Rob, thank you for that question, because I have been uh, involved with the legislature for 12 years, for the past 12 years, eight years as a state representative from the Evansville area, then three years as auditor of state, and now this year as lieutenant governor. And I will tell you that this has been the most collaborative, cooperative, civil session that I have ever, ever participated in. And I, I attribute that to the leadership of Governor Eric Holcomb, Uh, And myself, um, you know, Governor Holcomb is the uh, type of leader that he builds consensus. He doesn't have a big eagle. He doesn't care who gets the credit. And so at the end of the day, it's about taking Hoosiers to the next level. Um, But I will share with you that what made this session so interesting for me as Lieutenant Governor, uh, my constitutional duty is to be the president of the Senate. You're the big boss. I stand up there in front of all those senators and I conduct the Senate. I, I will say this as a former state representative it was just wonderful to have my way with those senators and <laughs> I remember everyone that voted against my bill. So. <laughs> so but seriously it was uh it was just a very uh a very cooperative collaborative session and the and who's your family's benefit as a result because great legislation came from it.
0: Does the governor come to you before session and say, hey, we've got these four or five things that I'd really like you to spearhead?
3: Well, we work together. Um, we're a team and partners. We meet every week uh, with, Senator, uh, with Senator Long and, and um, Representative Bosma. We also meet with minority leaders uh, of the House and the Senate so that we're working as a team. And so just naturally certain things, you know, kinda I take ownership of in terms of spearheading and and then other things other people take ownership of. But at the end of the day, it's all about working as a team and we're all working together to get the same same result, which is, you know, growing our economy and uh, enhancing our education, strengthening our infrastructure, fighting the drug epidemic and then continuing to deliver great government at great taxpayer value. Now, I will say that one of the things that uh, came of this session is there was a bill passed to look at creating a disabilities task force to look at the services that are being provided for people with disabilities in Indiana and assessing those services and then looking into the future as to what, what can we do better, and how can we provide better services, and how can we lift up those Hoosiers with disabilities. And the governor or the governor's designee was to head up that task force, and Governor Holcomb um, tasked me with that assignment, which of course I'm extremely excited about. I um, have a passion for people with disabilities, and I'm looking forward to. Um, to how we can improve their lives because they are only friends with special abilities.
0: And our guest, uh, Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch, you were of course the Indiana State Auditor before you became mm-hmm. Lieutenant Governor. How much did that executive experience help you in this role?
3: Well, let me just go back a little further. I was started my public service as auditor of Vanderburgh County and which is the chief financial officer. And then I was the county commissioner, which is the chief executive officer of the county. So I had executive experience at the county local level, became a state representative, served in the legislature, and then became auditor of state. So all of those experiences has prepared me to be lieutenant governor. Uh, And I think it's that service at the local level combined with now my service at the state level that helps me have a better understanding is how well we can work together if we communicate and we actually have a plan to work together, that all people benefit when the local and state government work together.
0: You tell this story, and maybe you can go into it again, about when Governor Pence asked you to be the state auditor <clears throat> that you initially told him, kind of, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't think so, I, you know, who knows. Were you a little bit more uh, receptive to being the... Um, to being the lieutenant governor when asked?
3: Well, I, you know, you, I, let me just kind of reference again when I was asked to be auditor of state. I was a state representative and vice chair of the House Ways and Means, had enough seniority where I was really making a difference from you like my doing area. That. Loved being a state representative. And so when Governor Pence approached me and asked me to serve as auditor of state to fill an unexpired term, I initially told him no, because I enjoyed what I was doing. Uh, But he told me to think about it over the weekend and give him my real answer, you know, on Monday. (coughs) Excuse me. And um, so I went home, and as I do with all major decisions that affect our family, I sat down with my husband, and we went through the discussion. Of course, he's an attorney, and he got out his yellow legal pad, drew a line down the center, and put pros on one side and cons on the other. The funny thing is he did that when we first talked about getting married 39 you, years you, you ago. You said
0: that, and there were more pros than cons, I assume.
3: Well, my memory, if my memory serves me <laughs> correctly, I'm hoping there were more pros and cons. But at the end of the day, he was supportive, and I saw it as an opportunity to serve Hoosiers in a different capacity. This time... Um, I readily said yes, because having now been at the state level as a statewide office holder, I saw what opportunity there was to really serve Hoosiers, not just from one part of the state, but from our entire state. And to be a partner with Eric Holcomb um, was just an opportunity uh, that I I couldn't pass up, you know. Eric Holcomb is everything that's good about Hoosiers. He is Indiana, and he has a public servant's heart, uh, and being able to walk alongside him as we look at ways to lift up Hoosiers and take them to the next level is an opportunity that I appreciate and I'm humbled by.
0: And our guest, uh, Lieutenant Governor, former Indiana State Auditor Suzanne Crouch, Big issue this year. Well, let's do this first. You were in Salem the other day dealing with uh, one, one of the parts of your job that a lot of people don't know about or don't think about. Uh, there's been some flooding and issues down there. Um, tell us about your trip to Salem and what's going on down there.
3: Well, Governor Holcomb had asked me to go to Salem, Indiana, because of the flash flooding they had on Friday. Uh, they had an incredible amount of rainfall in a very, very short period of time, six inches in an hour, and the flooding was absolutely devastating. We have businesses uh, that were literally washed away. We had homes where people have lost all their belongings. And so the governor and I very much feel that it is important that those local people in that local community of Salem understand that the state is there to walk alongside them, that we aren't going to forget about them, that we care about them, and we're going to look at how we can partner with their local community to lift them up and to provide them with what they need to be able to get back on their own two feet.
0: Uh, One of the big issues as it relates to, I know we were talking about it, is that whether insurance will cover this for these people, the damage, what, how can the state help? What do they do in areas where insurance may not cover uh, damages?
3: Well, there is an, a process that has to that a community has to go through in an instance like that, and they are in the process of going through that. Their local EMS person is working with them to assess the damage. You have to reach a certain threshold of damage, and then a certain percentage of the homes and the businesses affected. Have to, not, have to not be covered by insurance. So that process is going on right now to be able to declare a national disaster and qualify them for small business administration loans and for other federal aid, which alongside with the state aid, hopefully helps them uh, in terms of getting back on their feet. That process is going on now, uh, but it is important that the governor and the lieutenant governor know and visit and be a part of that effort and let that community know that they are part of Indiana, that their Hoosier Family is there to help them and to be able to be there for them.
0: More of my conversation with Indiana's Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch. When we return, you're listening to Central Indiana today.
4: Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page.
0: Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org. Or call 415 415- 415 231-3871. That's 415-231-3871.
5: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday 12 30 to 9
6: progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
0: Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. My guest today, Indiana's Lieutenant Governor, Suzanne Crouch had a chance to ask Suzanne about the big issue that was in front of the Indiana legislature this year. A roads funding bill, more than a billion dollars a year of new revenue, will eventually be generated to fund roads across the Hoosier state. Here's what the lieutenant governor had to say about that.
3: You know, we started this session, not just the governor and I, but the legislature started the session, realizing that we can't kick the can down the road. We can't have a band-aid for infrastructure funding, that we're at a critical part and a critical point as the crossroads of Indiana. Uh, We know that infrastructure, infrastructure drives economic development and we know that if we're going to take our economy to the next level and make Indiana a jobs magnet for not just the country but for the world we have got to have strong infrastructure so kudos to the General Assembly for recognizing realizing that and putting together a long-term sustainable infrastructure funding plan that will fund our roads not just now but into the future, and it not is just only our state roads, but our local roads. Uh, there is funding there for your home county, Hendricks County. In fact, there's a lot of road projects, and I know that you know that there's a lot of money that's been invested in uh, in Hendricks County. In fact, in the past 10 years, INDOT has invested. Almost 70 million dollars in infrastructure projects wow. in Hendricks County. I I... And here in 2017, 8 million in construction projects. And so we know that from now through October 2018, INDOT plans to invest almost $29 million on road construction in Hendricks County. And that doesn't include the added projects that are going to be made possible because of 1002. So, a lot of development going on in Hendricks County, a lot of road construction, but Hendricks County is growing. And we know that that infrastructure is going to continue to grow that economic development. So, and Hendricks County isn't alone. I mean, this infrastructure funding plan will allow us to improve our state roads and then have roads go to Funding go to local governments, uh, and in addition, allow funding that comes from the federal government to be converted to state dollars and go to local communities, so that they aren't tied to those cumbersome federal regulations. So that makes that's, it easier, doesn't it? It makes it easier and makes their dollars go further and go longer. So, uh, all in all, you know, it was it was a it was a, a good good. Uh, session with this infrastructure funding plan that looks to the future and not just to the immediate.
0: Get our guest, the uh, Indiana Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch. Take us through just very high level how a bill like this comes together because there's so many moving parts and you've been a part of these things in the House and now as Lieutenant Governor, just very high level how does this thing all come together?
3: Well actually as you know um, it started in the last session when the House ended up um, passing and addressing this issue. But it wasn't a budget session, and as we know, sometimes bills have to appear several years in order for them to get through. But what they basically did is they put Indiana, and they put the General Assembly, and they put the governor's office on, notice that this is an important issue. Everyone came together, everyone to, to a one. Everybody recognized that this is something we have to deal with, and so it comes together by a lot of people being on the same page. It comes together by the leadership committed to working together the leadership in the general assembly the leadership in the governor's office local governments were working hard with the state government to get that funding Uh, so i can take you through the process where it starts in the house and goes to the senate and then it ends up in a conference committee usually if there's differences to work out those differences and at the end of the day you come out with a good bill
0: it seemed like everybody was on the same page on this one though
3: everybody everybody recognized the need recognized the problem and we're committed to finding a solution and that goes a long way in getting good legislation through
0: as a member of the house and the roads bill started in the house this time um did you look forward to these big bills because you were obviously as vice chair of ways and means you were at the epicenter of a lot of these sort of things did you look forward to these hot button topics
3: i I looked forward to the uh, dynamic that took place in the Senate, to the discussion, to the debate. I wasn't privy to you know all the debates because of my other duties, but I was able to participate and observe the debates that occurred in the Senate, and, um, and it was, as I said, it's hard to imagine how collaborative it was, not just by one party or the other. It was a bipartisan opportunity, a bipartisan bill. People worked together. And and that is what I also want to share. When I say collaborative session, it was collaborative in a bipartisan manner. It was Republicans and Democrats working together, uh, people working across the aisle towards a common goal, and that ends up benefiting all Hoosiers.
0: Uh, Again, our guest, Indiana Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch. One of the big topics that the governor has wanted to tackle this year, and Senator Jim Merritt, my good friend, has been at the epicenter of this, so he'll love I'm asking this question, Is the opioid abuse, heroin a huge issue as well? Talk about some of the steps that are taken this session to try to combat drug use in Indiana.
3: Well, first of all, one of the first um, actions that Governor Holcomb took uh, when he assumed office was to create a drug czar, which is what we call uh, that Jim McClellan, uh, to kind of assess and look at everything out there that is being utilized in the state to address our drug epidemic and then to determine what additional steps need to take so that that sent the message loud and clear that this is an epidemic and this is something we aren't going to run from we're going to fight it on all forces with enforcement with training and with uh, treatment and so senator merrick came forth and stepped up as a true leader with a number of bills to address this epidemic Uh, one of them which interestingly enough affects my agency and we worked with him on this concept ends up taking uh, permanent housing, we're gonna use federal funds to create permanent housing for people coming out of treatment Who are uh, at homeless or at risk of homelessness, to provide that permanent supportive housing, wrapping FSSA services around that housing to keep them sober and to keep them in treatment. Uh, So that is just one example of the step that the General Assembly took and the courage that they had in terms of moving forward on addressing this issue. That was one of many. it takes strong leaders like Senator Merritt, who have the courage to say, I'm tackling this issue, I'm going to wrap my arms. I think he had some 20-some-odd bills. Yeah, he, dealing. Was, he was the
0: big winner this session. He it,
3: Well, no, Hoosiers well, were the yeah. big winners. <laughs> in, this terms of, in terms
0: of bills out, I think he probably got the, the trophy this year for most bills passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another issue, it's certainly not on the issue of drug epidemic, but it's important to Hoosiers and people care about it, got a lot of attention, is... Uh, revamping the alcohol code. Has the governor weighed in at all on how he feels about this? Because I know they're going to study it this summer.
3: I think, um, I I don't speak for the governor, but I believe that there's a recognition among all leadership that we haven't taken a good hard look at that code and at those laws for many, many years. And the time has come to do that. I think that is why there is uh, the need to have that summer study committee to not just address these issues one by one but to take a look a holistic look at our laws concerning alcohol and determine whether there are improvements or ways that we can can deliver better more
0: of my conversation with indiana's lieutenant governor suzanne crouch when we return you're listening to central indiana today rob kendall here speaking with donald james from impact youth mentoring donald what is impact youth mentoring
7: You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located
0: at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. My guest today, Indiana's Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch, had a chance to ask Suzanne about her time as Indiana State Auditor and one of the signature initiatives she was behind, enhancing Indiana's transparency portal where it makes it easier for taxpayers to find out where Hoosier dollars are being spent. Here's what the lieutenant governor had to say about that.
3: Well, transparency is what government should be all about. Uh, and I've been um, committed to that since my local uh, public service days when I was county auditor. Uh, we put our county council and county commission minute meeting, meeting minutes on the Internet for the public to look at. Sounds like old school now, but back then it was pretty cutting edge. We also as County Commissioner televised our County Commission meetings for the first time on public television and so that opportunity to to push transparency has always been important to me. I always say that the more transparent government is, the more accountable it is, and the more accountable it is, the more efficient it is and cost-effective it is, because it is, after all, the people's government, and they deserve the right to know what is taking place in their government and how their tax dollars are being spent. You're absolutely right. The Auditor of State is the administrator for Indiana's Transparency Portal, and that portal's been ranked in the top three of the country for transparency but we need to do more. And so we continue to look for ways to be more transparent in government. One of the things that we did as uh, as auditor status, I took the meetings that I served on deferred comp and board of finance, and we started live streaming those meetings. Uh, We're looking at the same with the boards and commissions that I'm on today is looking at live streaming those meetings. We, in my opinion, can't do enough to make government transparent.
0: You have famously said, you started out pretty non-political, like you never, you know, you told me this famous story where you said, you know, you asked, how do I get involved? And your husband had to had to tell you, did you ever think someday I'm going to be the lieutenant governor of the state of Indiana?
3: Well, as a young girl from Evansville, I never dreamt I'd be the 52nd lieutenant governor of the great state of Indiana. I didn't grow up in a political home, as I shared with you before. My parents voted, no d- political discussions. But... Uh, They raised me to believe in God, and they raised me to believe it takes hard work to get ahead, to believe in personal responsibility, but to readily accept that I had a responsibility to help others. Uh, And So I think it was that upbringing that led me to public service. I didn't get there right away, I graduated from Purdue University with a degree in political science and was a stockbroker, a small business owner. um, a realtor and while I learned Do you have those
0: signs, those real estate signs people put in their yards with your picture on them when you were a realtor?
3: I don't think they had pictures back then <laughs> but um, but anyway I learned a lot but it wasn't I just wasn't passionate about doing that and when I finally got involved in politics and public service that's was when I found that, that passion where I could help people and, and help to improve their lives and and I'm humbled and blessed that I've, I found that.
0: Well, you are one of the great public servants. You are what a public servant should be. And uh, please keep up the great work. And thank you for uh, spending some time with our audience today. Well,
3: it's always a pleasure, Rob. Anytime.
0: That was Indiana's Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch, one of the great public servants in the Hoosier State. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's conversation, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've
2: been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, an archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall.
1: hello this is kevin kersey since 1968 our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs we provide insurance coverage for life home auto and recreational vehicles and our phone number is 317-286-3481 the kevin kersey agency can also be found on facebook at the kevin kersey agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group.
0: Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org. Or call 415 415- 415 231 3871. That's 415 231 3871.
2: Doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indiepolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news.
4: Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page.
5: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday.
6: progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
0: The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring?
7: Rob, we are a not for profit group pairing mentors with at risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders.
0: Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.